Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. What's good, you nerds? It's Gravity back with the portal to your weekly dose of blurdy nonsense. I am here with Brother Ghoulish and Sheree the Slayer. And today we're going regional. Okay, we're going up north. It's going northeast to my hometown. But before we catch our train, let's take a little uh, a little news break. What's popping? What's really going down in the horror community right now? Can I get the ball rolling with this A24 hand? Because I didn't realize we missed something when we talked about it um, in our last full episode. So for anyone listening, in case you're not hip, you know, A24 has the talk to me hand coming out. There's a couple options. Um, the one I'm talking about is the $110 one that you can burn incense in. When I re- So I did a video on TikTok and someone commented saying they can't wait to smoke it. Like, you know, smoke the hand. And I'm like, you can't do that. And I went and looked it up. In the description, we missed it. This is also <gasps> a smoking device, this hand. You're lying. No I way. thought she was joking. This woman was, let me let me get the clip. I mean, not the clip, sorry. The, um, they damn know link. how to party. I was like, <laughs> that is so badass. Yeah, here is we go. Is this okay. like, like on purpose? Or is just like you just so happen? Mm-hmm. I'm screaming. All right, so it says, oh, my God, just, okay, okay, oh, all right, girl, oh, 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 technical <gasps> difficulties. You're right. I did not know. Yeah. I did not know. <laughs> I oh thought, like, God. I'm gagged and I cannot, <laughs> I don't know if we should, though, because when you get possessed, that feels a little out. close to home. Well, I- <laughs> There's a hole in the finger and I'm <laughs> screaming. Oh my God. How did There's we miss hole this? Where the thumb meets? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. This bit, that thing is a pipe. I am dead. Yeah. Oh my God. So weak. That's incredible. I cannot believe we just like let that shit go over our fucking heads. And it says it too. I was thinking it was like one of those. It's like. 
you know, you can rig it up a little bit and then you can, you can make it work. You know, like we were smoking in it through apples back in the day, yeah. like some like ghetto shit like that. But no, it literally says, I was talking. Life-size ceramic talk to me party hand is the only smoking device that opens. <laughs> oh my God. I was talking about putting a drink in its hand and I'm out here playing like Uno and out here playing chess and I am just. <laughs> it aligned my chakras to know that the marketing team is about that life. Like yeah. this makes A24 just really the studio for the people. I mean, they've already been, but wow. We've this been is saying the kids everything. are getting high off them demons and they're like, what wouldn't it be cool if you saw some demons and got high? while watching the art movie holding his hand i just this is chef's kiss no notes wow <laughs> not no notes yes okay Dang. what else there was, you know what we got to talk about y'all know i'm gonna bring up that emma yes, roberts please. thing with um we, we kind of have bitch. to i never like that bitch we i never like that bitch <laughs> i felt you know what's funny she plays the roles that literally like it's 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 a tell sign she is joe roberts obviously she's been playing herself in broad daylight and i've never liked her and i was like i get it your father's eric roberts he was in mr brightside your auntie is julia roberts she used to do rom-coms and the people liked that back in the day what is your purpose other than joe roberts sounds of bigotry (laughs) oh my god ryan (laughs) The sound of bigotry. Oh my fucking god! And if y'all don't know, like, because like you missed or whatever, like listening at home, Angelica Ross got on live, and people were just asking her about her experiences, like on American Horror Story, and she revealed that Emma Roberts was very transphobic to her. And one of the examples that she gave was an instance where they were being reprimanded for something, like the both of them, by a producer who referred to both of them as ladies, and apparently Emma Roberts thinking she's being cheeky. And just rude and transphobic says, don't you mean lady? But she says it loud enough just for Angelica Ross to hear it and then turns and walks away. And Angelica's upset because she wants, I mean, she ain't scared of that little girl. You know what I mean? No shade. Like, but she's afraid to go off because she thinks then it's going to be like the black trans woman on set is the problem. When in reality, Emma was trying to provoke her. And Emma apologized after the fact. But it's like, girl, you know what you were doing. You're only apologizing because you think you're going to lose out on money. Someone probably called. She probably didn't even want to apologize. They probably said, no, with this, you have to. I, I was on Twitter that day getting live tweets like a fucking newscaster because Angelica has been roasting everybody. Like, she's showing receipts from Ryan Murphy. She's, like, <laughs> talking to people about how she almost had a Marvel contract and he fucked her over. And then she was like, and now Emma Roberts. I'm like, yeah, what's Emma do? Um, Emma saw that shit go down and instead of getting an apology wall together like these other celebrities recently, she was like, let me just call her to an acknowledge in, in her ear. And Angelica was like, this is not an apology. You, This is not how you apologize. What are you doing? Because you you see me in my work i don't see you sharing anything i don't see you donating anywhere so you just see me in my work so you see me what now it's like you're right I congrats you have eyes and she was like you could and so i'm like i'm happy that they gotta have a phone call and gotta be like bitch don't be faking my time this is my phone plan i pay for this <laughs> save your white tears for twitter <laughs> yeah this is gross and i didn't see the full thing like that i saw like the clips when people were um putting it together but I didn't watch like the whole thing and now I need to see it because I mean, I feel like she's the shade is she's just the first to speak up. I'm pretty sure there are other people who've had this experience on set and literally are afraid. Cause y'all saw what happened with Glee. It was the same thing. Like mm. one person spoke up 
And then all the girls started coming out. And two years later, now we know Leah Michelle can't read, allegedly. Don't sue blurry. No, she can't. I, I've never seen her in anything, obviously. But she just like somebody who can't read. Like, <laughs> she has that aura. <laughs> sure. You being mean. I now you being mean. I feel mean. like if you are racist, we ain't got to be nice about <laughs> the things you can't do in life. <laughs> if she's a nice... Doesn't Emma Roberts kind of have a track record She beat up anyway? Evan Peters before we knew he was trash. Oh. That's what I thought. Oh wait, what? What's wrong with? Why I mean, is aside from continuing to work with Ryan Murphy, um, <laughs> he also had tweeted some things that were not okay. And he was like, "I was young, I didn't know how to not be racist." And I was like, "You an op? I hope she hit you real hard." Uh, like, <laughs> and, and so it changed the narrative because I was like, "You can't hit your partner," and I was like, "Oh, you shouldn't hit your partner." Wait, were yeah, they dating? when she beat him up, they were dating, which uh, we all assumed. Ah, yes. Domestic violence, of we course. We all assumed that she got the job to be closer to him because they were dating. We did not know that they was like fist fighting mm. in fucking hotels. Uh, and Ryan Murphy's just like, no, 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 not my leads. Um, and letting them go to work every day. Mm. Like, if you have a couple and it, domestic violence is happening, you can't be like, I'm keep both of you because I like it. Sheree, let's keep it real. Emma Roberts was probably whooping Ryan Somebody Murphy's ass to. as well. I... <laughs> He was coming on set. Give me my lines. Now, where's my fucking latte? <laughs> Pumpkin spice latte. Stop it. it is. You know it, it is. is. <laughs> oh Have my y'all God. seen the Blacks Against Pumpkin Spice um, Facebook group that started and they're releasing t-shirts and stuff? Have y'all seen this? They have to be stopped. I feel attacked. We can't let, we can't let them reach the border. I know. <laughs> no. It's time to brace the gates, motherfuckers. We are that this is not a war that I'm taking lightly. Are you kidding me? I love What pumpkin did pumpkin spice, spice ever do to you? You could just choose Nothing. to say say no Listen. to pumpkin spice. Just did, say no. Weird and I have fun involved. No? It's like Uggs. It was there before the white woman found it. We can't control what happened after the fact. But we For can't real? eradicate the whole thing. I've, oh my god me with the fucking with the hat and the big ass glasses on at starbucks me is that a black face, woman I'm gonna, no i'm gonna paint my face like dave Chappelle when he did that white face <laughs> I know. Yo, yeah. i'm gonna be there in a free thinker t-shirt <laughs> getting a pumpkin scone to go with it <laughs> oh no they want to know it's me though, because my voice gives me away. Like the moment I'm just like, yes, yeah, I like a. Is that brother Gulas? Oh, you got to get your phone voice, like you work in customer service, to be like, hello, you've reached Lyric Opera of Chicago. I am Sheree, and I do care. <laughs> then go vacant. <laughs> it's a chance for me. It's a chance for me to use my straight voice. Oh my god, I got to work on it though. It's been a couple. It's been a couple. It's been like forty years. You better start practicing now, because they're gonna roll up on you when you least expect it. Is that brother hey, yo, Ghoulish? Yo. What you got there? Oh, you got a, a dirty chai latte with the pumpkin spice pump? Race trader. They're going to call us all race traders. Mm-hmm. Look, all three look, of us. Okay, I'll be that. All with my little pumpkin spice. I'll be calling out the things when I get my pumpkin spice. Like, I, I've died on hills for less things that spark less joy than pumpkin spice. <laughs> I know I will. I'll be like, I ain't got no friends, but this iced pumpkin spice hit. <laughs> look. <laughs> Me, I'm like, I'm in fucking handmade I ain't got no friends. They don't take my black card. You know you're going to have blurry because all of us going to be up in here fucking drinking pumpkin spice. And what? And it, what? It's like, what okay? did your podcast cancel? We all love pumpkin spice too much. And then they didn't want to hear that. <laughs> oh, no. 
and then ghoulish came in and uggs and it was just Listen, it was a rap mentally oh my <laughs> god not uggs pick one pick pick mm-hmm. no pick a side pick no you need a comfy boot to walk around in the crunchy leaves while sipping your pumpkin spice you do There are, listen, the difference between black people and white people in the fall season is the same difference between Uggs and Crocs. Okay. Yeah. We are, we are Croc people. We are not Ugg people. It's, that's a very broad line. Okay. And pumpkin spice usually be falling on the ug side so let let's lower our voices <laughs> next time we roll up to the starbucks because listen, listen i am knowing two taylor swift songs away from being the most basic bitch that ever lived what <laughs> i'm so when close I those two titles it's all like i'm like she is the most basic mm-hmm. guy. look and bad blood doesn't count because kendrick it's about is there and so look somebody gotta fight her one. People keep acting like Katy Perry is innocent. She's Emma Roberts in pop music. Look, also, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's my shit. I can't lie. Oh, okay. I know that one. Cussing me twerking on a tombstone. Because, like, I was a blank space bitch. I was like, ooh, ooh, drama, (laughs) drama. And I watched the video. I'm like, I can't watch your videos no more. I'm just going to listen to the songs on Spotify. What? Mm. Remember when she was dancing mm, mm, in um, mm. Delicate? If y'all have not seen that video, you I have think to, I when saw that. Done, promise me you will go to YouTube and put on Taylor Swift's Delicate. I will I, watch I you watch it while we're waiting for Hold the things up, to upload later today. I literally, because she she has she's the stiffest person I've ever seen. She's like it's delicate, and I'm like, it, what has happened? Is she what is happening? And she's just dancing and she's trying to have fun and be light, but it's so painful to watch. Um. The thumbnail is her doing a split yes. on top of a taxi in the rain. No, I need this theater I tell right you, now. It is the most uncomfortable video to watch. Like it, nobody will ever top that. Like demons, my Doja did not get that scary. Fucking <laughs> like, shit with Freddy Krueger's hand in the tub, not that scary. This bitch trying to dance through New York City, terrifying. I was like, is she's gonna hurt herself? Do y'all have her insured? I don't feel good about this. Am I watching a crime? This is the true, <laughs> true crime series. And she did September. Oh, no. This bitch, I was like, I'm, I have enough soul to cover September. <laughs> the Swifties I mean, are going to get you, Sheree. She has a strong, devout fan base. I was about to say, like, that is not they a fan base. The you can talk about them or the barbs. Um, so I'm going to have to go into hiding. This might be my last episode. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all. She was you know never a- seen again. Right, and you know I'm a barb. Every time you mention Nicki Minaj, my my eyebrows just start going. Like, wait, they start just coasting up. Like, wait, I what? told you okay. multiple times. I was literally throwing it. <laughs> like I was on the plane with Dwayne when the receipts came out, and I was like, "Oh no, I didn't know today was our last day together." <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> I was having fucking fun in my apartment. Oh, I was like, "Any bitty." Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not itty bitty and a ooh. backs away slowly. Mm. Bring us into this topic today. What are we talking about? Um, so we're getting ready to go to New York Comic Con, which might be happening while y'all listen to this because I don't understand time. And we thought it'd be cool to talk about some other scary things that happen in New York because that's where almost all the horror movies 
ever created have happened in case you haven't noticed they like fucking up new york like <laughs> so we were like let's hop a subway let's find like the good bodega in zero's neighborhood um and see what we see around these parts i don't know no dead ass that's the title that's that's what we're doing today because no dead ass all your horror movies are in new york <laughs> are there other cities we'll never know <laughs> no yeah we ain't worried about the other cities I'm Listen. walking here. Oh it ain't no Seinfeld. I've been it ain't no Seinfeld. Other people exist, Lena Dunham. Like, so. so, you know, we got to do a quick layover for the real talk. So, let's talk about Emma Roberts one more time because I know everyone listening just loves to hear about her. Um, she almost got hit by a bus um, in New York City while filming. And she's pregnant. So, that's the only reason I won't say that it's <gasps> karma. Karma um, is my boyfriend. Look. Karma is a cat sitting on the, the my lap because it loves and me. And the shady girls or the or the sidewalk, they posted that shit to TikTok with the quickness. So you can see oh. like, her stepping out and about to get hit by a bus. And then you know the people putting the little emojis like the, the bombastic <laughs> sign. <laughs> people don't give a fuck, bro. I'm like, y'all, this woman is pregnant. They're like, karma does what karma I does. I mean... I'm just going to not say anything I'm thinking. I'm going to just do that. I'm going to learn to not say anything I am thinking. Uh- <laughs> yeah, because the baby ain't do shit. Okay, y'all, let this woman live. It's a key cackle. that baby do because its mother is Emma Roberts. And so... It don't Who's even matter. The, the mother's Emma Roberts. That baby's cursed. Like, it's coming out of... It's coming out of a demonic wound. And so... <laughs> Ryan, did you what? hear what Ryan just said? Say it, go, say it again. Maybe say that it. Ryan Murphy. I could see him going to the bank. Actually, not even the bank. He just probably has jars of his sperm in his own home to do evil things with. Um, Stop. And he's like, Stop. Proper open. Stop. Like, don't breathe. Listen. Maester. I, I was thinking of don't breathe. I was thinking of it. But. You no. and I, we were here. Turkey baster, baby. They in the basement. Like, we need... <laughs> this should have been a season of American Horror Story. All the other shit they doing, they wasting time. Listen, I was just like, <laughs> um, the devil works hard and those two are Satan. And so they're always working on something together. That baby going to have a show before it's even walking. <laughs> Gl- Wait, they're going to reboot Glee. And then the child is going to be the star. <laughs> Oh. Cuts to Leah Michelle holding oh. a baby like she knows how to do that. <laughs> this is my this child. Mean fed her lines. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and told she's great. I hope they rebuke Glee. I do. I need it to happen, even though it fell apart. I then. never watched it because, I mean, clearly it's just not for me. But I, I, from what I can tell, it followed the same issues Ryan Murphy has in which it did what it did for two or three seasons and then became a hot fucking mess until somebody was like we gotta pull the plug which needs to happen with American fucking horror story (laughs) like they really was like let's do scab work with Kim Kardashian and I was like you've gone too far (laughs) Satan you've fucking gone too far (laughs) wait so I'm the only person that's at the delicate headquarters right now Kim Kardashian's in the other room she just heard you right oh shit (laughs) Dun dun dun. She's taking her face together. <laughs> the way that neither of them flinched, y'all. <laughs> Look at me. Oh no. Oh eyebrows, no. <laughs> eyebrows fucking glued in their position. Oh She'd no. Be like, How dare Kim, you attack please. me for the choices I made? 
oh my god you're doing a great job I, that's crazy that tiktoker be imitating yeah, all the kardashians and that's that's what keeps yes. up with the kardashians i've never watched that show but i love her because she's just like shaking her saddle with her fake nails falling off <laughs> and it's like yeah what do you know kim your chickens are depressed <laughs> This isn't the first I'm hearing. No, my favorite one she did was the Thanksgiving joint when she literally said, I don't eat turkeys. And Kim was like, why? She's like, because turkeys were sad when they die. And when you eat the turkey, you eat those bad feelings. And then the Bro, girl playing Kipler says, she says, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just, it's, she is perfection. I don't know how she got them down like that. She's secretly a fan. She has to be. The way that she gets their voices in their archetype. I feel like I've watched the show. I feel like I've watched the show because I've seen like five of her videos. And I the nails falling off. She's like, You have then, to be honest. (laughs) Just sits me. (laughs) Oh my God. Who performed at Kim's wedding? Andrea Pacelli. I drove past a poster board of Andre Bajelli yesterday and the fucking TikTok sound came up in my head. I'm not saying you're copying me, but who performed at your wedding? Andrea Pacelli. Who's performing at Zero Gravity's Halloween party? Andrea Pacelli. <laughs> this is the first Look. I'm hearing. <laughs> Don't turn you. Oh, okay. So we also got to talk about Jason Takes Vancouver before we talk about he Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, <laughs> he took a cruise. Oh, yeah. He deserves it. Gutting bitches and Crystal Link, that's got to be exhausting. Listen, he was like, I know I'm afraid of water, but I also wanted to go on a cruise. Can I also murder people there? So I can write off my taxes. And I respect that. <laughs> and the thing is, growing up, because like, and y'all know T, like, I'm not from New York. So, like, I assume that Jason Takes Manhattan was 100% in New York. Because at the time, as a child, I didn't know how expensive it was and all this other shit. But apparently, it was so expensive that Paramount just let them record there for, like, two or three days. And that most of it was, like, rec- like filmed in Vancouver. And if you Google it enough, apparently, people call it Jason Takes Vancouver. And I'm like, can we stop? Is it really? Oh, my God. They're rude. <laughs> yes. People are so fucking mean. I'm like, I don't know what 4chan... I will never disrespect 4chan. Sorry, I got activated. But no, but yeah, no. Jason Takes Vancouver is out of control. That name is so disrespectful. So hurtful. And it's more accurate. I mean, I I get it, though. Because, I mean, obviously, I wasn't there when Jason Takes My Hand came out. But I can speak for the New York section of the horror community when I say that we all pretend to like this movie. Because it's the only one that we got. So we just kind of got to go up for it. Um, I think the only scenes that are actually in New York are the ones that are in Times Square. And like all those B-roll things. Everything else I'm pretty sure is Vancouver. But even besides the point, like they could have faked it. You know, they could have faked it and like filmed... Because a lot of movies and shows and, and shit that are supposed to be in New York are filmed in Canada because they have a couple, you know, areas of their cities kind of look like New York and you could fake it. So, like, if you're going to go to Vancouver and film this, fake it. But they're like, nah, we're just going to have the whole movie take place on a boat. And in the last 20 minutes, he's going to dock in New York. But we're going to sell the promotional material like he was here the whole time. So, uh, yeah, um, I've been pretending to like this movie 
for um, about about 10 years now. And uh, the best thing that came out of Jason Takes Manhattan is that one gif of like, he's like pushing some guy over in Times Square. He's like, move, nerd. And then just keeps walking. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it. But you know, I got to pretend. So I brought the eight bundle for Friday 13th a couple years ago. Because I'm like, we're going to need those on Fear Street. This is a good investment. And I was like, but also let me watch them all in order. Because I never saw them in order as a child. Even though I know I saw those first eight. And I made it through the first seven. And y'all know that is not, that is not easy work. <laughs> and I got to Jason Takes Manhattan and I was like, I can't finish this. And so I have not finished the bundle yet. <laughs> I could not, I could not get through it. I was like, this is too bad. I can't, I can't see this anymore. Why did I watch this as a child? I'm concerned. I want to call CPS retroactively. I turned into, um, I turned into Tatum from Scream. Remember she called Sydney? And she's like, oh, if you pause, I don't, I think it was all the right moves. If you pause it just right, you can see his penis. You can do that in Jason Takes Manhattan. You can Stop. totally see Jason's penis. So, like, in the, um, Kane Hodder, um, if you, um. <laughs> Sorry, just uncapped her pen, everyone. <laughs> I'm dead. It's when, I can't think of her name, but the girl who started hallucinating because she got high for the first time, which I'm like, what we was she smoking? Was she, for real. She might have, she might have been on some boat. Like that shit got dipped or something, but anyway, too bad of me, maybe. Look, girl right, and she didn't even do that much. Look, y'all. The point is, when her ass was on that disco floor on the ship, and the camera spinning around, and Jason's breaking through all the doors. There's one where he breaks through, and it is full sausage. But it's like for it's like a quick second, and I saw, so I paused. Wait, are we talking then, like through the pants? Yeah, Mister Hot. Mm, so full dick print. It was giving baby arm. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, help! Not baby Sheree arm. put the pen away. Did you put? Yeah, the, oh, I'm you took it out. Now, so I remember. So I put on Jason's Manhattan <laughs> penis, but now I know that's a priority. Um, <laughs> you got impressed. the scene right. I did. Don't forget. Me. She on the dance floor. She's yeah. spinning around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After doing both for my the first time. My new screensaver. <laughs> oh my god! Zoomed in. <laughs> HD. <laughs> Not HD, but yeah, if you're gonna like film it in Vancouver, like commit to the bit. Come on, commit to the fucking bit and show us New York. Not be on a boat the whole time. Death franchise. Also, do you know? I don't remember, but where were they coming from? They were going to New York from where? I always assumed Camp Crystal Lake was upstate New York, but why would they take a boat to New York then? Wait, no, Camp Crystal Lake is Jersey. Oh, that explains so much, actually. Right? That explains yeah. so much about Camp Crystal yeah. Lake. Okay, actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so if Camp Crystal Lake, hold on. Let, let me fact check before we get canceled. Don't sue us here at Blurdy. Please um, don't. Crystal Lake. Location. And how do you pronounce that girl's name? Is it Rennie or Rennie? Ren, the, the main girl the, with the red hair. Let me, while you're looking it up. Oh. I have tea about her, too. God, my mouse keeps dying. Yes, correct. Okay, Camp Crystal Lake is located in New Jersey, which even makes my point even worse because to get from New Jersey to New York is literally a hop, skip, and a jump. So if you're taking a boat, like, Please, wrap it up. It's extra to take a boat. It's not that. Yeah. That's not a journey. 
that is not a journey. It's extra is what it is to take a boat from Jersey <laughs> to New York. Like that's like me taking a boat from Minneapolis to St. Paul. It's a four minute drive. Why? For whom? <laughs> because we can't afford our filming locations. That's why. Messy, mm. messy work. Messy. Well, Barry. <laughs> to change the subject real quick. Um, I hate to bring this up again because it's such like a sore spot. Um, and you guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about it, but we are still getting the train to Busan quote unquote American. That's not really American remake. Um, it was supposed to, it was given a release date of April 21st. But then uh, Salem's Lot was announced for that same date. So they were like, ooh, never mind. So they got rid of the date for the remake, and they haven't given us a new date yet. So it's kind of in limbo right now. But Timo Jajanto, who will be directing uh, the remake, which is titled Last Train to New York, he's very active on Twitter right now. So I'm sure we're going to hear something soon. Um, but I would just like to reiterate the fact that we have not seen nearly enough zombies take over New York City. Um, New York City is easily the most chaotic city in the United States. So when you add zombies on top of that, it's sure to be a fun time. Also, you should really trust Timo Jajanto because that man, he knows how to create some atmospheric terror. And um, I trust him with this IP. And I think people need to chill the fuck out because um, if you read a little bit about what this movie is going to be, it's it's barely a remake. It's just a oh. separate, yeah, barely, barely a remake. It's a like different imagining. So the only things that will be similar to Trans Busan is you know, we might have those two characters, a dad and a and a spawn. I don't know if they're gonna they may switch it up. I don't know. A dad and yeah. a spawn and shit goes down on a train. That's that's the spiel. Um, but besides that, we in New York now. Um, I take the Metro North train uh to my parents' house about twice a month. So recently I have been sitting my ass on the train just thinking, hmm, what if? A zombie came out of that bathroom right now. And I'm very excited because the closest thing that we've gotten to this is um, I Am Legend. And, you know, that's a fun time. But people love to argue about, oh, it's not really zombies. <clears throat> it's, it's vampires. And yes, totally. I get it. But that's like literally the only. It's all we got when we're talking about zombies running around New York. I'm um, I'm happy yeah. it's not going to be a legit knockoff of Train to Busan cuz that's what I was upset about. Um cuz that's a perfect mm -hmm. movie. Stop fucking with shit. Make people read. But what upsets mm -hmm. me about this for him and for everybody who's excited for it, which I mean, I I'm not excited, but I might be now that I know it's not just us rebooting shit. Um is that they moved their date for a movie that's been coming out for 3 years. Like stop saying Silent Lot is coming out. Stop preparing for it. It's not going to happen. They've been lying about it like I lie about going on diets. Like I'm always like I'm gonna start eating healthier. No, I'm not. <laughs> Ooh, actually, no. You have a point there because the article that I got this information from came out uh, pre-strike, so that probably means everything is even more fucked up. 
So maybe we might not be getting anything this April. Sable I don't Files fucking know. Sable Files come out like two or three times last year and like two or three times this year. We're not getting it. We've not seen a trailer. Mm. We've not seen a poster. We've not seen a kind word or a thought or a prayer. That movie is an urban legend. <laughs> we all got played. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed for everybody involved. <laughs> like... mm. Yeah, I'm happy you put this article in here too because I didn't see this. Like, And I'm kind of gagged that James Wan's is atomic monster is involved with it like this is getting more and more exciting like i'm i'm and like y'all are saying both of you i think it is wise that they're not just trying to remake it and drop it in new york this is i'm excited for this i actually do want to see this now i think this is because what if it gives vibes to um may the devil the take sadness it. a little bit but instead oh. set in new york like i think that would be pretty dope mm, absolutely so when I think Timo, oh I think God. May the Devil I Take You, that now. first one was a fucking hit. That second one was a little bit shaky, but she still gave me some of the things. And so if he brings half that energy to a fucking train in New York with some zombies, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if <laughs> Zero, like, what if, like, they start filming, like, around you, come to think about it? Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, like, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. and I will be there. I'll be there. I remember when they were doing um, the most recent uh, Spider-Man one and what's his name? Tom and Zendaya were running around on like uh, cables and shit. My friends got some photos, but I best believe I will wake up at four in the morning. I will camp out. I would love, I would love to see some zombies in my fucking hood. But when I think of Timo, I, I got hip to him because of VHS and all of his VHS shorts are like, if he has a VHS short, I already know that his segment will be my favorite segment. Yeah. Um, cause, and he does like, like horror sci-fi really well too, which I really appreciate because y'all know that's, that's my little pocket. Um, like that cyborg one that we got in VHS 95, 94, I think, uh, with the, yeah. you know, with the, the cyborg game. situation and it was, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we could relax a little bit because I think we're in good hands. And I think the thing that scares all of us away is, I mean, obviously like, you know, the movies that we love getting placed in the responsibility of people who really don't care about Amen. them. <laughs> Children of the court. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, yeah, but I, I mean, you don't have to listen to me. I'm not telling you how you should feel about this movie, but I think the cards are here to give us a decent remake. And we've seen it happen before. Granted, like not with this much of a tight turnaround because Train to Busan did not come out that long ago. Yeah. But I also do think it's it's a little bit admirable um, to request permission from Train to Busan to do something like this as opposed to, because, you know, since it's going to be so loosely based on it, I feel like they might've been able to get away without getting permission because it's going to be a different story. But the fact that it's going to have the same parameters, maybe the same feel or maybe a different feel, but there will be some things that connect it to train to Busan, like the train. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I really think it could be worse, but I'm, I'm, here I'm with it. it. I'm here for it yeah. now because again, I thought it was just going to be a reboot and I was like, no, um, but I'm like, oh, we do something different. None I'm listening. None I'm invested. I'm like that gif. I'm tiptoeing into the door. I'm like, hi, friends. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. 
I thought you were gonna bring up the one with I think that was tasty. <laughs> Yeah, how y'all doing? What's going on here? Hello. Oh my god. Okay, so let's let's keep talking about zombies in New York since we're here because we have I Am Legend, um, which whatever I know mm. in the book that they're vampires, but in the movie they're zampires. It's a little bit of both. It, it is. It. Come on. You are in time out. You I'm are in zampire. They're vampires because they're not zombies. They're not vampires. It's like there's a little bit of both. So they're vampires. Hello. <laughs> no, 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 not right. I'm taking the headphones out. Please I'm don't clock dying. out. I, I think what you're saying though, it satisfies the fan base though, because that movie does tear people up. I don't understand. Like people cannot with whether they're zombies or vampires. Like that is you did that perfectly because I don't feel like after we release this episode, the people running us down the streets about whether these are vampires or zombies. I don't it's New hear York. It. I'm vampire. It's a vampire. I don't want to hear. You know the um, I don't remember the the brand of like the. The, the taco materials but remember that like old com- old commercial and it was like uh uh do you want like tacos or burritos and then the little girl is like por que no los dos like why can't we have both like why can't they be vampires and zombies por que no los dos hello expand your imagination a little bit people neither of them are real if they fucked right. what would happen what would happen if they fucked i'm here for- i'm into aren't it. you curious Thank you. Thank you. People, I'm I'm trying to move past it, but that is literally, Zampire is just, I I can't. I want merch. It is what it is. It is what it is. Zampire merch. I do too. I think that this is it. This is is our merch. We're doing, if we're doing Zampires (laughs) on the front, Ready Massacre on the back. That's a t-shirt. I... Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'm hoping that when you guys come up uh, for Comic Con, we might have a little bit of time for like some sightseeing things because I do walk past um, the apartment that he is living in in I Am Legend. Um, that one scene is so grave. And I think about this one th- scene every time I walk past. Um, like it's an NYU territory. Um, I actually think that they might be dorms or like some kind of college like housing because it's it's like in the middle of nyu territory but every time i walk past i think of the time when he rushes home and he forgets to put the gasoline on the stoop to like get rid of the smell so they can't follow him back to where he is because he's the last man in manhattan and then uh he like opens up the door looks out the window or like it whatever the camera cuts and um you see just like the herd of vampires like sprinting towards his front door and i always stop there and then i look in that angle and imagine them coming up but that's a fun one that's a fun one and uh when kaiasia kai fx um who you should all be following mind you kai underscore fx on instagram because they hey kai we love you uh a phenomenal um special effects artists um and zombie lover too they came into town and uh ghosty uh our other friend youtuber and i um decided to take a quick little detour even though it was cold that night and we were walking outside but you know it was necessary and uh, so we walked them by the apartment and didn't tell them where we were going and just let them figure it out i have the uh 
I actually have the clip on video. And Kendall was also with us from Terra Nova podcast. Oh, he was I with us Kendall. that night. And I didn't yes. realize that um, he was into a lot of the same stuff as me until we did a recording recently. I was like, oh, yes. I'm going to start sending you TikToks. <laughs> He's a real dope. one. He's a real one. How yeah, far but is hopefully it from we'll have some time. Be? Um, not too far. Um, I just don't know how busy we're going to be. So we'll have to just wing oh, okay. it. But, you know, I'm always going to be here. So you're welcome to always come up and I'll show you all the spooky things. We can skip the uh, we can skip the Ghostbusters firehouse unless you like really want to see the Ghostbusters firehouse. But I don't really think you do. Boomer ain't yeah. it. Um. <laughs> look, look, Zero, right? I did this for us, all of us. And then <laughs> we're going to be like, where Ryan go? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> It's like doing the tootsie roll to that out front of the uh, front right. of hey. <laughs> No, me making Not it rain dollars roll. and having to pick it back up because <laughs> times is hard. <laughs> times is hard. Is that a Sweeney Todd reference, madam? Um, all right, I'm gonna head off. back. A little bit, yeah. I saw Sweeney Todd last week and um it's in my head now. I yes, wanna play the lotteries head. while I'm there, even though uh, we don't got time to see shit, but I just I don't know how to not play the like lotteries for free show tickets. <laughs> yeah. I mean why not? Why not? Why not? Okay, so I also wanted to bring up on the topic of Yes, zombies, no zombies, maybe zombies. I don't know, but definitely zombies is Lucio mm-hmm. Fulci's zombie. And I know most of that movie takes place on. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whatever tropical island that is, I'm not exactly sure. There we go. Thank you. Um, but it starts in New York and it ends in New York. Um, so it's cool to think that like, you know, day zero started in the city, which is interesting. And that was actually filmed in New York. But I do believe this was probably the time before, um, you know, we were cost charging kidneys and arms and legs and shit in order to film here. Uh, because we have some great fucking shots, even though it's only in New York for like 10 minutes. But at the very end of the film, there is a great shot of a bunch of fucking zombies. And they're on the Brooklyn Bridge. And they're like, they have taken over the bridge. Um, and there's no traffic, which as a New Yorker, I'm like, damn, how did they do this? Because that means when they filmed this, they had to shut the bridge down to put the zombies on the bridge. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Just things to think about. There are like 17 impossible shots in this movie. Like, I don't know what's more impossible. The scene of the zombies on the Brooklyn Bridge or the zombie tussling a shark underwater. When, when they get to the island, they're both impossible shots for two completely different reasons. I have to watch but this movie. Yeah. I, think, I think that's why that movie, I think that's why I'm in love with this movie. Like, it's such a feat. Like, honestly, like some of those shots that you're talking about. And yes, everyone listening. Yes, they dropped an M-bomb. Uh, they shouldn't have. And I'm trash for liking this movie. But some of the scenes and the practical effects especially like that damn eye trauma scene yes i didn't think they would i didn't think they would do it i really thought they were going to like stop short and i think like it's easier for me to like it since the people who did drop the n-bomb got eviscerated by zombies spoiler alert so they my got what thing they got. is they might have dropped Period. the n-bomb but they nobody dropped it as many times as stephen king and we've not talked about that as a society they're not right no have like he's just right him. now people talk what goes on in your house judy what goes on in, what did you just tell me judy like <laughs> Um, I, I, I have that never been Judy. So, I have is never this, been so disrespected as I am when I am into a Stephen King novel, and I'm like, are we not going to be racist? And he'll insert a chapter of somebody's parent who's not necessary to the plot in back in history using the N word ninety fucking times, and I'm just like, ain't got nothing to do with clowns. I got nothing to do with aliens. You just you you need to hit your quota this book, and you was like, here's how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> not the quota, not hard quota, ninety <laughs> times a chapter. The N word quota. <laughs> Ah! it came out of nowhere i'm like is that the shining racism and he's like maybe mayhap it is mayhap it ain't and i'm like that's not how we talk steven he's like mayhap it is and i'm like i hate you look mayhap the stand he literally made that magical negro lady say mayhap (laughs) multiple times and i was like is that not a cute name for a little girl mayhap kenny maybe i'm leaving (laughs) what You gotta see Zombie though, Sheree. Especially because I know y'all remember the original. Um, I mix up Dawn of the Dead, whatever the the one that this is supposed to be an unofficial sequel to. Um, they listen that person in brown face and and the the slurs in the first ten minutes. If you can survive past that, 
this is a walk in the park. Perhaps it's just then they use a brown face like people use CGI today. And we need to unpack that for everybody, aliens. Um, because I'm tired of being like, why is her makeup weird? Oh, because it's not her face. That's why her makeup's weird. Okay, never mind. Look. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican queen. I, I Listen, I'm pro-brown and black face because it helps sort them out. Otherwise, it's like... <laughs> It's natural selection. I'm tired of these sleeper racists, baby. If you're a racist, just put on blackface so we can know who you are and we can just go ahead and cut you out. Say it with your full face. (laughs) Your full face. Maybe it's Maybelline. Except for Justin Trudeau, we forgive you. Maybe it's both. (laughs) Stop. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... (laughs) Does that fit? (laughs) I don't know. Easy breezy racist girl. (laughs) Oh no, Emma Roberts is the spokesperson for this. Is, is... We know she would. I, I'd be like, "Go home, have your baby." I had nothing to say to that. Mm. Oh my goodness! No shade. And she been pregnant for like three years. I thought this pregnancy was announced a while ago. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is she pregnant? Listen, I get my news from TikTok. I don't know if she's actually pregnant. For everyone listening, I just want to let you know. I know she's pregnant in the role. I thought they were using it. Listen, she's not pregnant. I feel like she's been pregnant Whatever. this whole pandemic. And I, again, I don't keep track of her. She's Bonnie from Family Guy. <laughs> Lord. I, I am not I am not a person who's going to have a child, but I thought that that was nine months. Sometimes a little bit more, a little bit this. I didn't know no, it was as long no. as my career needs it, um, which I guess. <laughs> a as trimester is three months long. I, I thought a trimester is three years long. So I think What's she's that? on track. I, I'm going to Google Checks her because this feels suspicious. Yeah. She don't need to see a doctor. Because if she ain't pregnant, sure. I, I could have said some things about that news you gave us. <laughs> yeah, let me know if she's not pregnant because then, you know, we next can roast episode, her next episode. Emma Roberts can catch his hands. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't forget about you, bitch. No, what, what's the next one? Are there any more vampires or glampires on here by any chance? Any? Well, Yes. We have Vampires versus the Bronx. You know I love Ooh, that movie. Okay. I love that movie. Oh Me my god, too. it's so good. It's so good and so like lighthearted and funny. And those kids were acting their little Listen. booties off. They were Method Man was there, which is you know like that's, the sexiest, yeah. that's the sexiest one priest in the Bronx. Real, mm. We love them here. Yep, we love him. You're here. not scared? Mm. Go to church. I'm not scared, but I'll still go I... to church. That's how you get me to go to church. You put him in that collar. And I'm just like, disrespectfully, you can get it. Um, I wish we could not do it in the church, but if you need it in the church, that's what we gotta fucking do. Um, (laughs) I I love this movie. I love this movie. And I think, I wish that people talked more about it because um, I don't want to say, well, I think that it could potentially have enough um, of an underlying message and cultural value to like compete with Shaun of the Dead because okay okay I respect that opinion but Shaun of the Dead said so much about like technological dystopia but Vampires versus the Bronx is really telling us about some shit that we should all know about which is gentrification and what it feels like to have your neighborhood be essentially taken over by somebody who it's very hard not to consider the enemy um and for a lack of better words suck the life 
out of the communities that you grew up in. And I think that is a phenomenal metaphor. And yes. you know, gentrification is like it's it's not a good thing. Um but I think that's a great way to explain it. Um, but also not feel terrible about it because it is a comedy and it's lighthearted and there's children there, but you still get the memo. You still get the memo. So I would recommend everyone watch this movie because it's a laugh and it's like yes. totally not a waste of time. And Method Man I is there. I also love that this movie, and again, I I don't live in the Bronx. I don't like hang out in the Bronx, but this movie feels like the New York areas I want to see. Um, it's got people who are not girls. Um, <laughs> it understands that people have different backgrounds and they can still be friends. Like I'll hang out in the same group. You ain't got to all be white people who can't see black people in New Orleans and New York. You can like, you can be like Afro-Caribbean. You can be all these things and you can all hang out. Like that's like what the world fucking is. And this movie gets that. And it's not like, let me do a monologue to let you know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Like uh, so many white people try when they do just something right on accident. Like the second you're like, I'm gonna give you this cookie. They're like, I'm giving myself a cookie in my movie. I'm like, I'm taking your cookie back. Fuck you. And so <laughs> I I just fucking love how fun it is. We need more fun movies. We need more like black and brown kids. We get to have fucking fun in the horror genre because when we show up, it's usually like for trauma reasons. Yes. Yeah, to y'all point, like seeing different types of people of color work together against the evils of gentrification is just everything. And whoever wrote the movie, they clearly love horror. Because if you just like dig into like some of the little details and stuff, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But even the name of like the real estate company, I Googled it and it actually like was like relevant to like Vlad Tepish, the Impaler or like Dracula or something. Um, I oh, think it was wow. Mernal. Osmani Rodriguez yeah. was the writer-director. And I I only know that because I try to keep his name in front of my brain because the way he inserted those Blade references in this movie, when, even as of last week, I have full-grown Black people who are like, Blade's not a horror movie. And I'm like, if you don't leave the critics of Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and look at this fucking movie, you got vampires oh, beefing in the daylight, you know bitch. What? what else do you want in a horror movie? <laughs> I conflated it all in my brain. It was named Murnau, and as y'all know, that's like 1992's director of Nosferatu, so it's like a nod oh. to them. And that's the yeah. I was like, that's so cool. I like all the little like nods to like. I love an Easter egg. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Like Easter egg. One of my friends to get close to Oz, so I can ask him his favorite five horror movies, um, because. I think, again, that his movie is under everybody's radar. Nobody talks about it enough. And it's one of the best reasons to have Netflix <laughs> in the last few years. I can just put it on and be like, ooh, it's a chill day. Yeah, I love it. This is a this is a knockout the box. Absolutely. And speaking of gentrification, mm -hmm. um, I forgot to put it on our list, but I forgot about the fucking The Horror of Dolores Roach. I'm finally starting it this yeah. week. I'm finally oh starting it this God. week. I'm so excited. Sheree, you are going to fucking love it. Ryan, as soon as you dip your toe in there, you're going to be hooked. This is a weekend. It's like eight episodes, 24 minutes each. Justina Machado wait. was there. She's just hilarious. Um, but if I may convince the listeners to watch The Horror of Dolores Roach, it is a very New York version of Sweeney Todd. It is a right now New York version of Sweeney Todd. Um, but instead of pies, we got empanadas. And instead of in London, we in Washington Heights. And um, the story follows a young woman who was um, 
set up, set up by her boyfriend for selling weed on the block. She did like 16 years from him. And then she, yeah, she protected his ass for 16 years, went to prison, went to prison for him in upstate New York. Uh, 16, 17 years later, she comes out, she goes back to the Heights and is like, what the fuck? There are so many white people. (laughs) This is not, yes. And you know, it's, you can imagine it's hard enough to start your life over, um, coming out of prison, especially for that long as a felon, like it's like it can't be easy it can't be easy for these people and now you come back to the one place that you're supposed to know and be familiar with and it's completely different due to gentrification and like 15 16 years in terms of like environment development i feel like it's not that long but gentrification does not sleep does not sleep oh 16 years for a man like 16 seconds i'm snitching i'm telling you where his mama lives i'm telling you where he buried everything (laughs) 16 seconds is too much i i i I tell people all the time listen i'm not about that life don't do no crime around my black ass because i will snitch you out i will turn to uh, takashi 69 (laughs) real quick oh no Not Takashi. I'm snitching. I'm telling you. The sex somebody looks at us like there might be trouble. I'm like, they did it. Them right there. I I just walked in. I don't even know this person. (laughs) Mm -mm. Hmm. Sat down for 17 years just to come back to the Heights and you don't know nothing's going on. You can't find this man. The only thing that's that's like the, the, the way she remembers it from before she got locked up is this little empanada shop. And that's where shit starts getting real. And you're going to have to watch the show and find out what happens next. But if you've seen Sweeney Todd, you could probably figure it out. I'm excited. Cannot we wait. Need a, we need to so need everything that Johnny Depp was the last person to touch. Because nobody okay. nobody wanted him then, if we're being honest. But like, if he touched it, we got to redo it without him now. Let's just work through his whole catalog. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands, take it from Timmy Burton. It could have been better. Look. <laughs> I feel like we need to get back onto the topic of New York. But before we go there, I feel like Edward Scissorhands is that now is appropriately due for a remake because I don't think that was executed the best it could be, especially not with Johnny Depp there. And it's been a while, so like I would I would be okay and with that. And we're going to play the mom now to keep her because she didn't I do anything so. wrong. Uh- <laughs> You know what, Zero? I think you're on to something. And Sheree, you're right. Like, keep her as the mom. That's cute. We're on to something. The person I would put in the role of Edward, though, I think he's, unfortunately, because he's playing Willy Wonka, like, he's already damn doing damn something. It. Damn it, Mr. Hot Chocolate. God damn it. You could see it, right? <laughs> or not really. Be he's real. I could. He, I can't lie. But no, I, He's I, got the face of somebody who Timmy Burton would love, but also Timmy Burton's Satan, and so they can never mingle. Um, if Timmy Chardonnay won't do it, I think I think our boy Jamie Campbell Bower would be a fucking badass Edward Scissorhands. A little bit older, but he looks so young. Okay, you read my mind. I was about to say, but is he age right, though? Because I think you have to be kind of like He got the cheekbones. That fool is 36 years old. And he looked that young. So I think that we can, with a little bit of makeup, and we know he ain't afraid of the makeup. He wore nine pounds of prosthetics for fucking Stranger Things. You can hit him with some powder, and he'll look 12 again. And I love that for him. That's horrifying. The thing you just said out of your mouth is absolutely horrifying. If you put so much makeup on somebody that they turn 12 again, bitch, Listen. you deserve an award. No. That is excellent. Hands. 
but and then do a song from Sweet Todd again, so we can have it with better memories, and it'll be great. And I'll be like, ah, art, art. <laughs> I don't know who I would put as Edward's bow, but we got to move on from this because I will recast that whole damn movie. Diane Weiss can also be involved because she can do nothing wrong. None of the women did anything wrong on that movie, as usual. None of the women did anything wrong, <laughs> but because they worked with men, <laughs> it's a trash. <laughs> Oh, Cardi B can play the fast neighbor who kept trying to press oh, up on um yes. on, I, would uh, at work. I would fucking live. <laughs> that would be so funny. That's camp. That's yes. like high camp. She was supposed to be the nanny. Like even Fran Drescher wanted it and it just never happened. Wait, who Cardi was supposed B? to be the nanny? Like cuz they were talking about if you read if Oh, oh, oh I'm back. For some reason I thought you were saying the actress who played the original no. woman from... I was no. going to say, what? People no, always okay, want to reboot the I'm nanny back. and shit. And people were like, who would you choose? And even Fran Drescher was like, I would choose Cardi B. Like, we're kind of the same person. But, like, <laughs> I'm clearly not brown. <laughs> but, like, we we like the same kind of clothes. We kind of have the same kind of energy. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. want her as the nanny. I don't know Can why this is you see her right up to Mr. Sheffield being like, Mr. Sheffield, give me the fucking money. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I would know. watch the fuck out of know. it. I liked her in that one movie. What's it called? Hustlers? Is that what it's called? I liked her in Hustlers. Oh, the but J-Lo how... one? With the yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nah, I don't, I don't... Her is... Um, I don't know. In in soul and in vibe, absolutely. But I I don't trust what would happen when you put a script in front of Cardi B and we're like, <laughs> lo- like learn this. Because it seems like the one thing that makes Cardi B so fucking successful is that she's like physically... She literally physically mentally cannot be anyone other than herself she just like does not have a choice so i fear that she might not be the best actor that's why you got to get writers in there that can respect that because back in the day the 90s sitcoms that's what they were doing just being themselves so you had like fran dresser and you had will smith and you had all these other fools who were just like i want to be me and that's how they got away with it and so you got to be like let's spend time with cardi who is cardi clearly she can't have all her nips out on cbs but also, aside from that, we can give you a lot of what Cardi. Oh, I mean, nowadays. I love when she performs for those award shows because she's like, "Welcome to the Grammys," <laughs> and they have to edit shit. I mean, I'm like, that's not what she said. She's saying, "Never no truck." She was not writing on no truck. I know what she said. I know the fucking lyrics. Don't you dare. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say this is done. I'm gonna leave it alone because we can't. I didn't mean to stay here this long. Jennifer Coolidge would be a better candidate than uh, Cardi B in that role of the fast ass neighbor. Can you imagine the door opening? Her with that damn that Jello pudding. Tell my son, ooh, I will absolutely lose it. Or Jennifer Tilly. I heard it. I heard it. Oh, oh yeah, Jennifer Tilly. Or Jennifer she Tilly. She definitely has to be. This could be the neighbors because yes. there was a few of them. I would love them. to see a street with Jennifer Tilly and Jennifer Coolidge be neighbors who are delivering baked goods to the new hot man. Oh my god, are you kidding? <gasps> that would be so good. Let's it write that. Would. We mm-hmm. won't call it ever since we'll call it something else when we figure yes. it out later. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, we got hot cold hands. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It can't be worse than bad here. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to move past hot comb hands. We're just. Mm, that's, I'm sorry. When, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that out loud. I should have kept that. That's strike two for you today, Zero. That's strike two. <laughs> no, but it's actually funny because I could see it. Like it's like we have to get away from this. We have to get off of Edward Scissor hands. This was not supposed to happen. This was not supposed to happen. We have to leave. We have to leave that damn street. Okay. What do y'all say? 
Somebody talk about Scream, please. I'm, they went to the bodega yeah. and I lived my best life. But also, I'm a Scream stand account. I'm here for us having black and brown people in that bitch. And also being like, let's leave this white town where we almost got murdered last year. <laughs> that seems to make sense. And I, too, would leave. And so I was here for that journey. I know it's Canada. Everything's always Canada. Um, but I was also like, I'm not mad at this. Y'all are giving me what I would like to see. At the end of the day, listen, okay, I almost got killed in Woodsboro. So me almost getting slayed, like, in Brooklyn or wherever they actually did this, I'm not leaving. Like, I feel safer around these people than listen. fucking Woodsboro. There are... after, after you have to stab your boyfriend 90 times, getting mugged seems charming. I would easily. Yeah. <laughs> My issue was the apartments were too fucking big. It was giving friends. And I was like, that's not. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not real. I saw it with my friend Imani from Land Party. Shout out to Imani. But um, I was telling her my concerns with the movie as we were walking up to the theater. Like, again, we had to pretend that we fuck with Jason Takes Manhattan for so long um, that I just, I can't do it again. I can't do it a second time. Because if I do it a second time, then I'm blowing my cover for the first time. Me and every other hard nerd in New York City. But... I just didn't want them to do anything corny because yeah. this could be like, it didn't have to, but it could have been like a really, you know, down bad sellout point for the franchise. Cause unfortunately we've seen it happen to franchises before when they hit their rock bottom and then they just start doing yeah. silly shit. I didn't think it was time for scream to reach that place. But once they announced that they were leaving Woodsboro, I was like, Oh, like, is this, is this the sellout point? Is this the point? So I'm sitting here just like, oh, I'm thinking about how Jason Takes Manhattan has disappointed me in the past. And I just don't want that for Scream because I don't think it's time for us to sell out yet. I really don't think so. So my greatest fear was like Ghostface walking into the bodega and be like, let me get a chopped cheese or something like that. And, you know, to, to make everybody's eye roll or, you know what I mean? But it didn't happen. None of that happened. Um, nothing in that movie made me cringe concerning New York culture. Um, the only thing that I really had a problem with, which really wasn't a problem at all, was the your apartment is unrealistic. That's not real. That's Montreal. One, apartments don't even come that big unless you like have a very you know, heavy looking uh, Roth IRA, okay? Living in Manhattan, that just does not exist. Also, y'all don't have jobs. Y'all are in college. How are you paying? And that's, I'm telling you, that apartment is like, what was it, like five bedrooms? You had a living yeah. room. You had a big ass kitchen. Maybe even two bathrooms. I don't know. That's like, she, mm, maybe a, that's like five to she seven She had a bathroom in her bedroom. So it definitely would be two at least. Yeah. That's insane. Five to seven grand. Like And y'all don't have I mean, jobs because I know you're in college. Except for maybe yeah. Sam. And I'm not talking to their mom. So look, the mom's not giving them any money. So I sus. And the dorms ain't the dorms ain't about to look like that. Even if they try to no. say it's like student house, ain't no Even damn Felicity way. Felicity didn't light us that way. And that bitch was in New York all four of her seasons. She was like, just a tiny ass bitch. And I'm in here with this goth chick. And I think she wanna kill me. And like, that's realistic. Carry on. <laughs> Yes, but this was giving friends because, I mean, another unrealistic New York City apartment <laughs> in Lower Manhattan. Yeah. It just the, no. The fact that the nineties exist. let six no. white people be like, "This is New York for so many years," and nobody was like, "Y'all ain't found one person of color to talk to more than a week at a time." Not one. No. 
No. And the gag is they were supposed to be like regular income people. They're just like normal. Exactly. Like that's not realistic. I really would like. I live in a box. Listen. I live in a box, and this is great. This is great. We it need, really is, but we need yeah, more real. realistic New York apartments mm-hmm. in the media so people can stop being like, "What do you mean I can't live like that?" Because <laughs> the kids are the kids are traumatized. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm telling you, girl, you can get a house. You're selling a false reality. You're selling a false reality. Do not come here with a suitcase in a dream, thinking that you're gonna see something like friends you're gonna get a, a crib like friends or like his scream because it's, it's just not gonna happen you're gonna need to call you're gonna be disappointed you'll yes. be living in a closet yes um but the thing is it wouldn't have even it wouldn't have even made it less charming to just show a real setup or no, just no, not no. show their like it just would have been i don't know it, it was a gross oversight it i think they did a general i, I don't know new york but like I feel like they did a generally good job before that. So it's like, girl, who was yeah. answering the questions that they leave set the day that y'all picked the apartment? Like, what's going on? Listen, they were just like... I agree. Everything else was real good. And I will say, Montreal was looking fire. I, I did go to Montreal uh, last winter for the first time. It was my first time in Canada. And, you know, like, sometimes I turn onto a street and I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, it feels like home. Like, it really... Oh. It makes sense for productions to shoot their projects out there. Um, cause like, it's believable. It's totally fucking believable. Um, but there was a couple scenes that I'm sure were in New York. Um, like when they're running around Central Park, I'm pretty sure that's actually Central Park. Um, but even a lot of the exterior, uh, like those top shots, that's really Times Square that they did. And also I was curious how they did that too, because you can't do drone shit here. They won't oh. I, like post nine eleven. you can't put anything in there. Um, especially not at like this level. But yeah, I think they did a great job. And that bodega scene was really fucking giving with the shotgun, it was great. Um, No mention of a chopped cheese, which made me happy. Yeah, and also (laughs) really like that subway scene. (laughs) I didn't want it to be corny. I just really didn't want it to be corny, especially because like those TikToks are going crazy. Like, yo, Ock, let me get a, let me get this. That's not how people act there. Yes, it's not, but I, I did want to bring up the subway scene was real good. I'm not going to lie, it grew good. on me. Because the first time I saw it in theaters, I was like, they just did that because they were in New York. Um, because I, I've i ridden the subways in New York a couple times. And I was a I was a Chicago girl for four years. And so you see a lot of shit go down on the subway. I'm like, things are normally scarier than Ghostface. I know it's Halloween, but like, I'm just not impressed. I'm not <laughs> impressed. Like, um, but like in the comfort of my own home with the right amount of substances, I was like, this is tense. I was a little, I was a little bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> and while they were doing Easter eggs on that train, why didn't they put a killjoy in there? You know there? why you went too far. <laughs> you know why. You know exactly why. I know why. You, be, you silly Billy. You being I silly do love right that radio now. Radio silence was like, remember we did Ready or Not? Should we have a couple brides walking around? And it's like, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> oh. Yes. I that was like good. That. I appreciated that. I really did. Um on the note of um the subways mm. perfect place to put some scary shit mm-hmm. perfect place perfect perfect place um so i was invited on to the spectra cinema um podcast they were doing like a whole month-long celebration before scream came out and we're covering a bunch of horror movies set in new york so they hit me up and they were like yo we know you 
we know you don't shut the fuck up about your city. We would like to give you this the Scream 6 episode. And I said, nah, that's cool. I'm going to take Mimic, though. <laughs> um, but Mimic, though, the Mimic, though, it's not the best movie. I know we talked about this in our um, Guillermo del Toro special episode. But um, there is a great fucking sequence in that scarred. movie. In the subway. Yes. Yes. When she asks him for the time or whatever, and he turns around and he's a bug that's not a man in a trench coat. That's why I don't ask anybody anything. It's why I don't talk to people in trench coats. I have a prejudice don't. now because of that fucking movie. Like I I know I got feels mm-hmm. about Dotoro, but that fucked me up as a child and I've not rewatched it. <laughs> that shit was scary. That was scary. It was a good use of just like the looming ominence of like, you know. The streets are lit up and people say that the city never sleeps or whatever. But, you know, regardless, if it's the late night and you're by yourself taking the subway home after a long day, you should have, you know, you should be checking your six. You, you know, you never know where every, anyone else is coming from on the subway. But for that man to turn around and it wasn't a man, it was a bug. Oh, my God. In a trench coat. Oh, my God. That was a jump. Also gross. I, a yeah. six foot bug gonna turn around because it hears you. I'm like, that's too many things that I don't need to see ever again. I am a child. I I was not okay. Um, yeah, I'll watch demons all day. I'm, I'm sure that one was filmed in. I should Google it, but I'm sure that one was also filmed in Montreal. To be honest with you, probably. That one was good though, because it it's giving like detective mystery. Which is a little bit more New York, I feel like the like kind of noir. I didn't know how many sequels they made. Situation. Th- uh, yes. There's three of them. There's two. I found out last year. Like what? Because again, the first one was too much, They're and bad. I was like, no. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just stick with the first one because the first one is bad enough in a good way, but the second and third ones are just bad in a bad way. So it's whatever. Mm. It's whatever, bro. I went to the Wikipedia to see where it was filmed. And principal photography happened in Toronto, Canada because of the similarities to New York. But also, Mm. literally the second paragraph under filming, after Miramax boss Harvey Weinstein saw early footage, there were fights between him and Del Toro regarding the tone, with Weinstein claiming the film was not scary enough. Because he's a real monster. And so I think that he didn't understand what a television monster (laughs) should look like. The stakes are too high. When you have personal firsthand experience being a terrible entity, I don't even want to call him a man. A terrible, He's terrible. We're all fired. I'm, I'm still reading this. I'm learning all this. Yeah, and that's Del Toro. Del Toro talks about it. Like even to this day, it's for the fans and and the creepy kids. It like you know, it's it's a guilty pleasure. But Del Toro, like with his chest, will be like, I'm not. Mira Sorvino had to intervene because she was the lead of the movie to be like, no, that's our director. You need to fucking stop Harvey. And I guess it's the first time Harvey ever heard a woman or he was afraid of what she might say because, again, it was no secret back then. It just wasn't public knowledge. Um, Yeah, I did not know all of this had happened. I see rabbit holes, y'all. Rabbit holes. Fucking rabbit holes. Um, I didn't notice all these parallels, but Speaking of New York City subways and bugs, there's another great subway scene in fucking Cloverfield. Do y'all remember that? When at this point, yes, at this point, the city has completely shut down. So the subways are like, 
not running, whatever. It's it's fucking go time. And our characters are walking through the subway tunnels. And of course, it's found footage and it's like night cam. So you see these like little baby spawn aliens that are kind of like bugs, like leggy, little leggy guys crawling all over the tops of the subways. Oh my God. So like makes you want to peel your skin off and just like rip it back. So good. So fucking oh. good. Oh, I can't do bugs. Mm. Yeah, it scares exactly. you so good. I don't I know if I have it. mentioned this before, but um, I feel like I have. But on the physical copy of Cloverfield, one of the special features that comes with it is this like tracker, quote unquote tracker thing. That um, so it's like a split screen, and one mm. side of the screen is playing the movie. And then the other side of the screen is like a GPS tracker and it's showing you where the monster is in Manhattan at the time that it's happening. And it's not like completely accurate, but like, you know, in the beginning, they, you know, the little blinker is showing you that the monster has landed in Battery Park. And then, you know, by the end and our lead characters are like, you know, about to face the inevitable, um, you know, it shows that, oh, now the monster is in Central Park. And so it shows you where exactly all this shit is happening. And yeah, I thought that was like a they little fun They need one of fact. those for all them Godzilla and King Kong movies because I can't keep track of what they're destroying. Word. Oh God. <laughs> it's like, I fucking Word. hate New York. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that is dope. I never knew about that. So it was like a, it was like a bonus feature on the DVD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I actually kind of want to experience that. Sometimes the bonus features, like, they do put their whole pussies into it. Like, yeah. kind of like the bonus features in 13 Ghosts when they had, like, the backstory of all the ghosts and stuff. I love yeah. stuff like They've that. They've been slacking mm-hmm. lately because back in our day, like, you could, like, get haunted. I remember the Find Us a Nation fucking DVD <laughs> had that game, When Will You Die? And I'm worried about traveling now when I get closer to a certain age because I'm like, oh, no. Like, and now they're just like, here's a couple of documentaries that are 20 minutes each. I'm like, girl, TikTok's already done more coverage. You got to keep up. You got to keep up. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Not to be You're like, right. feel like the boomer in the room, but we're really all boomers in the room. But when we were collecting physical media, I want to say like 10 years ago, this shit was stacked. And now they just use all of that extra footage and interviews and shit that would be placed onto the physical release and they just use it for like for social media promo which is a bummer because you make them you make them do all this coverage for like a year after the movie come out um and you can't put nothing on the dvd special you gotta be like we gotta need it we need it all on facebook right now it's like you couldn't hold back a couple of things just a couple because yeah, you don't need a lot. I don't buy physical media, but I do take those free ones if they're like, hey, will you review this? Like, yes, because I love that fucking movie. I will take it. Um, but like, I get it. I'm just like, oh, there's nothing on there to play with. And so I feel like I'm a fake ass bitch. I'd be like, it's a good movie, but you ain't got to buy this if you don't want to, because it was one documentary and you saw it on YouTube if you wanted to for free. Right. You could just rip it on you YouTube. You can watch that on YouTube and then watch this on Paramount yeah. and call it a day. You ain't got to do all this at the Walmart. Unfortunately, yes. But yeah, I so this is a passing stray. I did not remember 1408 was set in New York because so much of it happens in the hotel room. But that makes it creepier because those hotels in New York be mm. off upsetting the fuck out of me and my spirit and soul. What? 
Wait, what? Because of their pricing? Because you just know people have died there. Like, there's not an inch of New York people got that in. So. <laughs> it's like. I've scarred on multiple listen, levels. My wallet is crying. You're going to pay so what for spirit. somebody's tomb? No. <laughs> no. Look. Look. Mm. You ain't lying. Because look at that room for New York Comic Con. It got me looking at uh, a New York horror from a new lens. <laughs> this yeah. is a brand new angle. I it's it's different out here. Can we get a horror movie about that, please? Yeah, it's on the way. Also, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson delivered in this movie. I know he had four scenes, but each of them was wider than the other one. And John Cusack was acting his ass off, like when he wants to be in some place, he wants to be there. But I did again because so much of it happens in the fucking hotel room. I did not know it was New York, or I forgot, and I was like, oh, that makes it. It does make it scarier. Thank you for letting me know that, Google. <laughs> Well, there definitely is more that I could talk about. Okay, but um, we should wrap this shit up. But honorable mentions, okay, to Maniac. Um, yes, absolutely. Also to Maniac Cop. Yes. Yes. Um, which I think is like, it's it's having an anniversary this year. Um, I'm not sure when, but it's kind of a big deal, I guess. Um, Chud is one of the worst one of the best worst movies out there no you never seen chud you would love the charade i'm looking at ghoulish and i feel like that's 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 how killjoy happened i'm gonna just go ahead and keep skipping that look (laughs) right you're getting flashback (laughs) and i'm also looking at basket case on this list but i've never seen basket case basket case crawl some malignant could run backwards like when i tell you that is in really? the DNA. It's in the fuck. I mean, don't Man. get me wrong. It's definitely of its era, and it's definitely doing what it did back then. But you can't look at both of those movies That's side okay. by side and be like, "You didn't see Basket Case. You just can't. You can't." And I need you to watch Basket Case today. Mm. I- <laughs> okay, I gotta make room for that in my schedule because if Basket Case walks, so Malignant can run backwards. Sign me up, baby. I'm on the train just, right now. When you see this movie. Cause I wasn't ready. I'm like, what is this, Shudder? What you doing, Shudder? I hit play. I'm like, Shudder, what you doing? Oh, <laughs> are y'all okay? <laughs> and then I saw Malignant like the next year, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I picked the right time to watch that one, so I know what the fuck this one's trying to do. And then did, and then I flipped it and reversed it. I, they're the double feature. They're the double feature that we all need this Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <gasps> that was I a hint, by the way. In. Hmm. Ooh, I'm gonna lock that in. It's just a moment. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right, we going home. Take us out of here. All right, y'all. So that was our starter list for No Dead Ass. Um, we are. I'm actually kind of impressed, y'all. To be honest, that our list was this long. Um, we may have to come I back can. to New York. Yeah, you know, everybody I goes to New York. Everybody, Godzilla, King Kong, the Avengers, they're always blowing up New York. Like, <laughs> we could spend. Ooh. They're always blowing up New York. That's so sad. It's the trauma. It's true, though. I Damn, always the want more content about the aftermath when they're done saving people by blowing up their shit to be like, now that you've destroyed New York and the last of us standing have homes again. <laughs> we got some lawsuits, Tony. Yeah, now, uh, what's her name? Scarlet Witch. Now one is a whole terrorist. <laughs> It's 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 giving too much 9/11. Let's relax. 
A whole terrorist. She is a damn, te- is a damn terrorist. She is. And like, definitely. I wouldn't be mad at her. But also, I, too, am a powerful woman with rage issues. And so I see her. <laughs> <laughs> You're, listen, everyone is rooting for Wanda on the low. Even even if it comes at the expense of, like, if they're dying the moment that she's blasting them with her rage, they're, they're still rooting for her. You get they're it, like, girl. yes, queen. Ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> if we miss something that you would like to hear us talk about next time or you just want to point us in the direction of more new york horror let us know or social media at blurdy massacre and you know the tea go ahead and give us those five stars on apple Podcasts and on spotify and we appreciate y'all bye acast powers the world's best podcasts Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.